Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews and insights from the field of healthcare. The Business of Healthcare podcast is brought to you by THC Primary Care, where we provide operations and project management to primary care networks. If you are a clinical director or a practice manager and your to-do list is growing by the minute and you could do with an extra pair of hands to support you to roll out your network-based contracts and projects, I would love to help you. We also provide consultancy and coaching advice to healthcare business owners and clinical leads looking to take the next step in their career or their business. Come and check us out at www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. Hi, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast, something slightly different for you today. So in this episode, I am sharing with you an interview where I was the guest on a podcast called the Biz Chicks podcast. Natalie Eckdahl, who hosts the podcast, used to be my business coach, cannot recommend her enough. She's based in California and I think I worked with her around 2018 for a couple of years and we still keep in touch and she kindly asked me to come on to the podcast because I am a big believer in words of affirmation and manifestation and I use that as a business strategy. It's not something I don't think I've ever spoken really about on the podcast but Along with having like a hardcore business strategy, the power of a positive mind can can make you money, make you happy, attract new opportunities to you. And yep, it's a part of my daily practice. So I thought I'm a little bit like, I feel a little bit nervous. I thought I'd share it with you. It's something I really believe in. And I think that it's valuable. I think so it will really resonate with some of you. For any of you that's skeptics, like I used to be, I used to think, you know, like you can dream it or you can do it, but you can dream it and do it and then watch it happen. So I really hope that you like it. I'd love to know what you think. So please don't hesitate to come and find me on social media. I am on LinkedIn at THC Primary Care, Twitter at THC Primary Care on LinkedIn. You can find me under Tara Humphrey and enjoy. Tara Humphrey, welcome to the Biz Chicks podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I have been thinking, why should she not ask me? <laughs> I was just like realizing, have you never been on my podcast? No, and I've been really jealous when I hear all the other Biz Chicks. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I actually was, I actually went to my, sometimes I go to my own website and search in my own search bar to find like other episodes that have happened on my podcast because it's a really good search engine. So I looked for your name on my podcast to look at a previous episode you were on and I couldn't find you (laughs) because you have not been on the podcast before. (laughs) But you know why I got confused? Because I interviewed you for my book. And so that felt like a podcast episode. True. And so you are featured, a huge feature in my book, Reset Your Mindset. And I talked about you a lot on stage at, at Bishop's Live. And we have worked together one-on-one, 
which was really great as a, yeah. you were a one-on-one coaching client. And then you were in my CEO chicks mastermind and you have inspired a lot of actually my thought leadership, the work we've done together. And then you've inspired me with your, the work you personally did on your own mindset. I feel like as we were working together, the work you were doing inspired so much of what I did. So, and then in the the mastermind that you were in, there was so much happening in there. It, it's so fun. So I can't wait to yeah. dive into all that we're going to talk about today. <laughs> but before we get there, Tara, will you share with me where you grew up and what you were like as a little girl? So I grew up in London in the UK. And as a little girl, I was, I was really ambitious mm. I want, I didn't know what a CEO was, but I wanted to be a CEO. Uh, I was always quite shy and I wasn't very good at my schoolwork, but I was a real trier. I was hugely overweight as a kid, really what? overweight. You were? So I was this person trying to be active, wanting to work in business, had two older sisters, but yeah, I was just, I like, I wanted to be really, really at a young age, I I wanted to be successful and I wanted to work in business. Definitely. That's so amazing to me. Okay. Mm. So could you describe yourself physically now because you are not overweight and describe your hobbies? Like how do you spend your time? (laughs) So I'm like six foot nine, six foot no, sorry, five foot nine. Five I'm like, you're foot. not six foot nine. Okay, five foot nine, yes. I'm five foot nine. I am black. I'm very tall. I am quite slim. And my hobbies are, <laughs> I'm one of these really annoying people. So I, in March 2021, I am climbing Everest Base Camp. I've done Kilimanjaro. I've climbed Mount Tubkel. I've done a couple of hundred Ks done a 50k yeah in your free time you go for very 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 long walks <laughs> yeah and it's do you know what when <laughs> I was younger people used to say you just need to like you can just if you don't exercise just walk mm. and I used to think what what's the point in that that's not going to get me in shape I've got three kids when I did Kilimanjaro about three years ago I'm not joking I was in the best shape of my life wow. and all doing was well I mean these were long walks long walks I'd go to the gym twice and the rest was walking and I was in such good shape I think I keep saying to myself I want to get back in Kilimanjaro shape <laughs> and now I've got a weighted vest but walking has worked for me I also play netball as well so you don't it doesn't have to be high intensity what's a netball netball is like basketball but you can't travel with the ball it's basketball but you can't travel with the ball okay I'm gonna have to look that up <laughs> yeah. You can't bounce it and you, okay, know, you have like, to throw it with the ball. You have to be kind of stationary and th- throw it. So yeah, okay. I'm on a couple of netball teams as well. I'm still like a big kid. I do say to people, I just like running around, <laughs> <laughs> running around and picking things up and putting things down. I still, I, I like to be active. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And I've had, I've really enjoyed watching your work because your business has evolved, right? So when we first started working together, you were, you're still doing the same work. So talk to me about just briefly your business, what you do and who you do it for and how it's evolved. And then I really can't wait to dig into how affirmations have worked in your life and in your business 
because it's just amazing. And then we're going to talk about how you manifested this call today, yeah. getting on this podcast. It's really incredible. And I'm going to share my side of that story too. It's pretty amazing. Okay. So I provide, or we provide project management and business consultancy to primary care organizations. So essentially we work with GPs, doctors, and nurses and general practices, and we roll out their clinical services and their primary care projects. So we've been doing that for five years. When I first met you, I think I was on my own or I might, may have had one VA. I think I hired a VA at the biggest we had I had seven employees and I was a bit like yes I'm a proper business person yeah this all <laughs> and I was also saying to you off air I really aspire to work outside of my home we had two offices at one point and then COVID hit mm-hmm. just before COVID started to have a few team issues and I contacted you and was like help me <laughs> so you, I had a really good strategy call with Shelley but what those issues revealed is that I love my job and I love working with clients. I do like having a team, but a small team Mm -hmm. and I don't want to grow this big agency. So I made one person redundant, one long-term team member left. Two people left just before COVID. One person said, oh, can I, can I stay when COVID hit? And I was like, no. Um, so, so two people went, three, sorry, three people went in total. And then that left me and Katie, who's my full-time marketing manager. She is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of struggled along with virtual assistants. And I'll, I'll be honest, losing three team members really dented my confidence. And I did mm-hmm. at one point think, I don't know if I can do this. Like I'm a crap CEO and we really, really struggled. And then through lots of support and just like, just talking to myself, like Tara, you're not a failure and realize what it was I wanted. And now I've got a part-time Valentina and I hope I'm not premature in saying this. I love her. (laughs) I absolutely (laughs) love her. I feel like maybe she was that, you know, like everything happens for a reason. Yes. So she's on the team. I do also, I've started using a part-time VA, Sophie. So she's kind of backup and we use kind of ad hoc services when we need to, like with the podcast and things like that. So we're a small team, happy team. And I, I want to step, I want just a small team of superstars. I love your story. It's so fun for me staying in business as a coach over years. And I can't wait to check in with former clients, you know, 20 years from now and be like, now it's happening because it's great to see the evolution. Yes. When we first started, I don't think you had anyone helping you, or maybe there was like some VA that was helping you like maybe like five hours a week or something. I can't remember. And then you onboarded someone and onboarded someone else. And then you grew, it grew and grew and got your, you were working in like your studio at your house or like your garden shed or something. Yeah. (laughs) And then you went and got your outside office, which I remember you were so excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun to check in now and see how you've changed and evolved. And there's nothing wrong with deciding you don't like what your business is. Like the whole point of trying things out is to see, do I like this? And maybe you don't like what your business is or you, the way your team has grown, your business has grown is not working for you and your family for whatever reasons. And you can always change it again. That's what's so great about being a CEO and having your own business. 
one of the things when we were working together, and I think with you, and I think people can hear from just the way you, the way you work, Tara, is that you, you set goals for yourself, right? You, there's, there's no way someone can do the type of training that you do for these. It's not an ultra marathon. It's like an ultra trek. What do you call those kind of walks that you do? What do they call them? like the hundred Ks are ultra marathons. They're mountain climbs. They're just mountain climbs. Mountain climbs. No one becomes a mountain climber <laughs> without being able to like set and reach long term goals. And even just to complete a mountain climb, like the things that go through your head, your brain is trying to protect you during that. Like, why don't we stop now? Like, wouldn't you like to sit down here? And what if we just turn around now? This is far enough. Like, your brain <laughs> is telling you things all along the way that you are counteracting and the mindset work you must do to get through that you use throughout your, your life. And I remember, you know, as we were working together, you would tell me, Oh, I've started doing these affirmations in the mirror every day. And it started out with a few. And I remember at some point there was like 27 or you're like, now I have 29 I'm doing. So talk to me a little bit about how you started doing affirmations and how they started helping you. And then I want to hear where you're at now. So I think, you know, I, I thought there was remember. something from your sister. I thought your sister, yes. my, so my, si- I had a job at a university and towards the end of that job, I, you know, you just get into that negative mindset. Mm-hmm. And my sister said to me, stop focusing on where you are, focus on how you want to feel. And she bought me this beautiful, like it was like a designer notebook. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a bit like, I didn't know what to use it because I was a bit like I can't waste it it's just really <laughs> nice and I don't I think she must have she she had said about affirmation so I did a bit of research and I thought I'm going to use this journal to write down where I want to be so I'd write down I love my new job I have a job where I feel like I belong I'm the CEO of a healthcare organization it was around like I feel like I fit I feel like I belong I love my job I love my life and we'd just write them. And at the time, especially, you know, like you develop your understanding of what I know now is the law of attraction. Mm. But at the time I just wrote them down and not really understanding, but it made me feel good. And I did think this is better than concentrating on bloody Amanda and what she had said to me and just focusing <laughs> on what I didn't like. Because in the actual day-to-day, if we were like sitting on your shoulder watching what was happening in your day what would your day have actually been like? Just crap. Just yeah. me feeling like I hate it. I don't like my job. I want another job, but I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So I started to journal. And at that time I was doing my MBA and I used to journal, I'm going to get a distinction. I'm going to get a distinction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I get a distinction, I'm going to go mental. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to run around the house. I'm going to pick up the kids. I'm going to be so excited. And I used yeah, I used to join, I want to be the CEO of a healthcare organization. Then I left my job and I set up my own business and it we work in healthcare. And it was like <laughs> and then with my dissertate with my MBA, I got sixty-nine and the distinction was seventy. And I got sixty-nine and I was really happy. And then my tutor phoned me phoned me up and said, We've had an exam board and we felt that you have performed so well. And the marks are so subjective. We think you should have a distinction. Wow. But my colleague, well, my friend, Portia, also got 69. And she stayed at 69. (gasps) 
So yeah, it's those it's those little things that have, it works. It really works when you write it, and I'm having that sensation now, and you believe it. You can kind of trick your mind, and you can write it like. And the the key is the description. So you can write, I'm going to get a distinction. And it's like, but how I feel when I get a distinction and it's that energy that brings it to life. So tell me what you wrote last week about being on podcasts. I love that I'm invited to speak on podcasts. I think I, I, and I also write, I'm a sought after speaker. I love speaking I love my work. I love my job. I love that I'm invited to speak on other people's podcasts. Okay. And so I'm going to share what happened for me. I have planned out my podcasts through the end of 2020. I get pitched to be on podcasts all the time. You've actually emailed me like last year and said, Natalie, I'd love to be on your podcast at some point. And I was like, thanks, Tara. Like I'm, I'll think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I, I love you. I don't have any space right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was kind, but I didn't, I didn't invite you to yeah. be on. I had no plans to have you on this podcast this year. And this particular episode that we're recording is on affirmations. And I was planning for it to be a solo episode. And so I was swimming on Saturday morning. We're recording this on a Monday. On Saturday, I'm swimming and I'm trying to think about this episode. I need to record it and I need to record it by Monday. And I'm thinking, okay, how I, I just didn't feel like I had enough to cover on my own. And I was trying to, I get a lot of ideas while I'm swimming, by the way. So I'm thinking through, I was like, okay, I'm going to kind of tell my brain, let's sort out this episode while we're swimming. So I was like, by the time I'm done, I'm going to have the episode. I'm going to like take notes as soon as I get out of the pool. So as I'm swimming, I'm like, oh, I could talk to all my clients and say, Hey, how about, and many of them were podcasters. Why don't you guys send me clips about your best affirmations? I'm like, that'd be cool. But then I still won't have it wrapped up by Monday. And I really want this podcast wrapped up and it would be a lot of complications for my team to put together. And that would still, those, those episodes are great for the listener, but they are really time intensive. Like it takes probably quadruple the amount of time for our team to put together. I'm like, I don't really want that for my team. And so then I was thinking, okay, who else could I talk about? Who else could I talk to? Who could I interview about affirmations? And then you just came to my head. I was like, Tara. And then I could not get you out of my head. I was like, Tara, that's who I interviewed in my book. It would be so fun to hear what Tara's doing now about affirmations and like where she's come, what she's like, what's the update from the book? What's the latest? And I'm like, and it'd be so fun to catch up with Tara anyway. I haven't talked to her in so long. And so I literally, I'm like in my car, I'm wet. My hair's wet. I'm boxering <laughs> you. And I'm like, Tara, what's, would you be, would you have time to do a podcast? Here's what I'm thinking. And by the way, it would have to be in the next few days. So if you're not available, that's okay. We could do it. We'll do something some other time. But if you could, here's what I'd want to talk about and it would have to be soon. And what did you say? I was like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I was like, and then I was like, I manifested this. You did. Yeah. And then she told me how she manifested. And I was like, you completely did because your name popped into my brain 
and I could not get it out. And it's not the first time this has happened to me that someone else manifested something and I was compelled to feature that person. Someone else was featured on stage at Bistrix Live, our last Bistrix Live 2019, Brenda Reese. She manifested coming on stage as well. She actually (laughs) spoke about forgiveness, which was not a topic I had planned for my stage. And she literally, she didn't realize it until she was, you know, plant like on stage or about to go on that she had, when she manifested this experience, it was several years ago that she was speaking on stage and she had bought the dress that she actually ended up wearing. And when she bought the dress, it was too small for her. So she bought this dress and she had envisioned herself wearing a mic that, you know, was like an over the ear mic that came like to your mouth, like a, not a mic that's like strapped to your, 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 your dress. Yeah. A headset mic. And the year before we had the, the mics that are strapped to your dress. And I told the team for the next year, I was like, guys, we need to have the headset mics. I prefer those. I don't like the ones that that have to go on your dress. We end up touching them and it it messes up the sound. So I had changed that and she had her whole vision. And so it's amazing how when we're all in tune to the universe, to intentions, to each other, what happens. And so... I had to tell that story. I was so excited. I'm excited. (laughs) So it's just so fun. (laughs) I I feel like I actually was taught a lot of positive things growing up uh, about what to say to myself, but I know that many women that I work with were not. So what are some things that you're saying to your daughters and what are some things that you're saying to yourself now, like in the mornings as part of a practice or throughout the day? So in regards to my girls, I've got three girls. They are currently aged eight, 10 and 12. So Talia, who's eight, has got type 1 diabetes and she wears a couple of, she has a device called Dexcom and she also has a pod which delivers her insulin. And on the day that you boxed me, Talia was saying, my stomach hurts, my stomach hurts, mummy, where her Dexcom was, it reads her blood glucose levels. Mm. And I said to her, rather than focusing on it hurting, what do you want to focus on? What are we doing later? What do you want to happen later? So I want to go home and have dinner together and let's play. We want to play games. So I said, focus on that. And if it still really hurts when, you know, at bedtime, then we'll take it out and we'll reinsert it. We have not taken it out Mm. because someone said to me, pain is, it's your brain telling you. It is a chemical reaction. It's your brain telling you that something hurts. So even when I'm running, when I'm walking, you mentioned when I'm doing, when I'm training for these ultra marathons and these climbs, when I feel little niggles in my back, I say, I walk pain-free. I exercise pain-free. I'm strong. And honestly, the pain goes. The only time it doesn't go is in my wrist. And that does hurt. (laughs) But any other time, (laughs) it just dissipates. If I just say, I'm not in pain. I'm Mm -hmm. strong, I'm healthy. So, and in regards to the girls, I just say to Tia, who's my eldest, she's going into secondary school, she's getting a little bit sassy. And she, (laughs) 12 years old, yes, we all got sassy around then, right? (laughs) Where, so they've obviously been, they've been, we've all, everyone's been in lockdown. So she Mm -hmm. went back to school this week and she said things, she says things, I don't mean to kind of nag her, but she said, oh, I've got ICT. And I said, Tia, you haven't been at school for six months. What do you like about ICT? What's IC- What's ICT? I think it's computers. Oh, computer class. Okay. Yeah. 
what do you like about ICT? What, and she'd be like, I like sitting next to my friend. I'd be like, what else do you like? She's like, I like when I do this. And I'm like, is ICT so bad? She's like, no. And I said, you have to, tr- you have to try to think of the positive. Mm-hmm. How lucky are you to be able to go to school? You've experienced what it's like to be at home. Would you want this to be your life and not go back to school? And I say to her, every time you think something negative, try to ca- try to catch it. Try to just be more mindful of your words because you say you hate this and I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. She's just, she can just go down that spiral. I'm not perfect, but when I'm very mindful, I can, I can catch it. And sometimes she'll, she'll say something and then say, she will correct herself. So I think it's these, it's these habits and where I am today. So <laughs> I don't know if this sounds like I'm just weird, but whilst we were all sitting down watching TV, the girls are watching like kids programs and I, I was a bit like, what can I do? So I just got my journal, just writing what I was grateful for about today. There's a concept, it's not my concept, it's called layering, where you are grateful for what has been. So I'm grateful, grateful for my MBA. It's really set me up. I would not have this business without it. I'm really grateful for my business where I am now. So focus on what I am now. I'm grateful that I have got a seven-figure consultancy. So then you're grateful for what is in the future, but you speak mm-hmm. about it like you are now. And I think the rationale of layering is sometimes where you are, where you want to be may feel too much of a stretch. Mm-hmm. If I say I want to be a billionaire, you know, I don't really <laughs> believe that today. So if you can get yourself in the mindset of all the things that you are grateful for now, you can start to release those positive energy and those positive vibrations. And then when you go to write your future goal, your vibrations are more aligned. You can start to think, well, do you know what? If I can be a millionaire, I could be a billionaire. You know, like if Oprah can do it, she's a regular person, I can do it. And you can start to, you can just, it's about that positive vibration. So sometimes I, so I journal every morning and every evening and I have this app on my phone called Streak where you can put in what you want to achieve that day. Mm Mm-hmm. So my streak is I want to drink two bottles of water. I'll journal twice a day. I'll go for a walk at lunchtime and you just, tick, you know, like you just tick them off. So that's my reminder. Sometimes I will journal a page and sometimes I'll journal like 10 pages and they are just, just bullet points, like what am I grateful for? And sometimes I will do my, like I'm grateful for my legs. Sometimes I write, I'm grateful, like I've got big, I'm quite tall, I've got big feet and I used to really hate them. And now I'm like, these big feet, these size nine feet have taken me to Kilimanjaro. They've yes, taken they me have. all over the world. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, I just, I'm just grateful for, I'm grateful that I'm speaking to you. I'm grateful I've got my office. So, and you can just, it just makes you happy. And then I think when you're happy, you attract good things into your life. I love that concept of layering. Layering, I haven't heard that before. Mm-hmm. And then I know that when we speak about the future as if it's already occurred, our brain doesn't really understand that it's not true. Like it hasn't happened, right? It functions as if it is. And it yes. starts to work to make that true. 
And so that's the value of making these declarations. And as we start to manifest these things, our brain will start to do things to make them happen for us. And I do believe you have to, you do have to do the work. Yes, it doesn't just, it's not just magical. It's not just magical. No, that's true. Some Thank you for saying say that. It is. I don't. Th- I agree. Say I don't. Think- I, don't, I think that you. I don't say. You know, <laughs> I asked. You know, in the past, I have asked you. We yeah. promote it. I when people say any strategic partner, they say to me, "Tara, what do you want?" I said, "I'd like a speaking opportunity, mm-hmm. and I can speak on X, Y, and Z." So you do have to put it out, but I think it is both. Yeah, it is. You yeah, you can't just say I want these things and lay on the couch and eat potato chips. No. <laughs> That's not how it <laughs> no. works, but it's so powerful. And I love that you shared how you've created these habits. Thank you for sharing your... Even that, I was using- just looking there. Yes. So you can't see, but in my office, there's lots of affirmations. So mm-hmm. there's one that says positive, one that says, do more of what makes you happy. Don't wait for the opportunity, create it. You make it happen. I only do things that you love. I've got my goals on my wall. So it's like you're constantly. Yeah. You've surrounded yourself with things that are affirming your intentions. I right now I'm looking up at my vision board, which shows what I want for my future. And really I created, I created this vision board almost, well, in a month from now, about a year ago. And I realized it's not just a vision board for this year. It's for several years because I was like, oh, do I need to create another vision board this year? But I looked at it. I was like, it's, it's still everything on there is still coming and still true. And, and there's nothing that I need to really add to it at this point, especially all the travel I have on there has not been able to happen (laughs) this year. And it's still such a great vision board. And I love that it's right here and I get to look at it every day. I, I appreciate you saying that, that I have, I have up here. Another, some great quotes. Hello, best year ever is on my board. It's 2020 as we're recording this. You can do hard things. Love is stronger and deeper. And I have some notes that people have written me on my bulletin board, some inspirational, more inspirational quotes. But yeah, I think it's important to to surround ourselves with, with things that are important to us. I have some, I have, I'll show you this one it says abundance. Oh, cool. This is right here yeah. on my desk, a little rock. Yeah, I've got my I've got my vision board on my phone. Ooh, and yeah, I've got some I like postcards. that. So yeah, and I think I try to is when I look at so I had it on there for ages, and you know, like then you don't you don't really look at it. Yeah, and just try to just stop and just try to because I've got lots of things on mine. So it'll be like I'm a speaker, I'm an author, and just try to. Just to, if it's just a couple of seconds, you know, like to try to visualize it, try to soak it in. Any other stories you have of any affirmations that you've done or things that you've manifested that might be surprising for people to hear? So I manifest clients. So last week I woke up, no, I went to bed and I was like, I am going to get a new client. I'm going to get like, I just know it. I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to get a new client. And I have been saying this for a while. But I just decided it is going to be tomorrow. I went to bed. I woke up at five. I looked at my LinkedIn and there was a guy that had messaged me. It was really amazing buying signs. Like he's keen. At 5.30, I, I'd messaged him back. He'd scheduled the meeting. And then at like 12 o'clock, contract signed, done and dusted. It was the fastest 
fastest, fastest time I uh, won a contract. And I was a bit, he, I thought he'd come out of nowhere. He'd had, he had seen me in action. You know, when people see you, but you don't remember them. Yes. But he said, he'd said to his practice manager, I'm going to work with Tara. And she said, yeah, 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 call her. So, yeah. And I think even today where I'm now, because I'm really wanting to be a speaker, somebody messaged me from an NHS trust to say, could you be a speaker? and speak around so I've got a, I've recently launched a scholarship for ethnic minorities to increase the number of leaders in healthcare so she was like could you come into some speaking on that I was like yes <laughs> so I think recently and don't give anybody listening to this I sometimes I really fall off the wagon mm. I sometimes I don't do it I don't do it I do think if I did it intentionally like I did I'd rule the world by now so I go through periods where I am super on it. I'm winning clients. Like I've been with my husband for 20 years, got the three kids. And sometimes like I, at the moment, I, I can't think of anything that isn't good, but there are sometimes you can get in a funny, you know, get a, get in a funk, get in a yeah. cycle. Yeah, you can. Where people say to you, you know, like, how's it going? You're like, yeah, I'm really busy. Yeah. So, so like, well, not bad. I, I don't have to be, you know, like in the depths of despair. But I am, you know, like so-so or a bit meh and sometimes, and I, it no, I, I notice it in my work mm -hmm. so much. But I think I've really, I think lockdown has been really good. It's made me really appreciate where I am and where we've been at home all the time. I've really made a concerted effort because it could be horrible, you know, like people have not been going out. But I really thought you're going to need to invest in your mindset otherwise it could be horrendous and it's not just me you know when I'm in a bad mood it rubs off on the kids it rubs off on yes, my husband it does it does yeah the whole family dynamic is yeah and then we all rub it you know like then it's a like a domino effect yeah yeah I think that people probably look at you from the outside, Tara, and might think that you had a really easy beginning in life. And as your coach, I am privy to know that that was not necessarily the case. And I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about, and I say as your coach in the past, I'm not currently yeah. coaching you, yeah. but would you mind sharing a little bit about your background growing up? And you are such a resilient person. And I think it would be really inspirational to a lot of people that are listening that have had a difficult beginning as well. Sometimes people write me and say, you know, I appreciate, you know, it seems like a lot of guests on your podcasts had very privileged upbringings and, and I just don't relate to that. And so I wouldn't, I think it would be very helpful if you could share a little bit about yeah. your growing up time. So in some respects, it was difficult. In some respects, it was privileged. So I was fostered. I didn't live with my natural parents from the age of around about three months. I've got three sisters and me and Sue stayed together. And then Jay went to a different family. So we, we, mm. we split. And I don't really understand the reason why. So Jay went off to one family. Me and Sue stayed together. And they went to Dorian. We went to Dorian and Dennis, which I call mum and dad. Mm -hmm. So I, I mentioned I'm black. So my foster parents were white. We live, I still live in a predominantly white area. But I, had, I did have a fantastic childhood. Mm. But there was always that 
I'm not like other families because my my foster mum and dad were a lot older. They were white, and there was always that. You know, you look at other families, and you know you're not you're not the same. You don't have the same. Yeah, you're just you're just not the same. So I think, and I it does still affect me. Today. I think there's a, an underlying lack of confidence. Mm. Although my parents, I think I get my me and my. I mean, my sister's a seven figure coach. She's currently living in Valencia. She was living in Mexico about eighteen months ago. We they instilled in us a tremendous work ethic. Yes. So in that respect, we are very privileged that, you know, the stars aligned and we ended up with them until they passed away. So, yeah, so I am fostered. And somebody did say to me, statistically, and I've never, ever thought of my life like this, but she was like, well, you're black and you were fostered. So the odds, and you know, like, and you're a woman. So the odds to a degree, were stacked against you because people that are fostered or go into care don't typically then go on to get a distinction in their MBA. They don't go on to run business, don't go on to be an employer. I've recently set up my own scholarship fund and donated £10,000. I'm also an investor in a business. So it is, I don't, you know, the world moves in mysterious ways. So in some respects, it was difficult because we all want to belong, you know, like, we, of course, we all yes. want to belong, but it's difficult. Yes. A basic need, a basic need. Yeah. Basic human need. Yeah. Like that's my mum. They're like, that's not your mum. Mm. But to me, you know, she was my mum, is my mum. So, mom. but then on the other hand, when I look at the, look, even at my friends, you know, it's, it's, I'm in a good position, you know, I'm in a very nice position. I've worked very hard for it. Yes. But I'm in a good position. So it's, I think like, it's really hard to say this, but I suppose I'm only speaking from my own experience. I think even if you are in less desirable circumstances, you can still make the life that you want to make. I'd like, I like to, I choose to believe that. Well, I think that this is a great episode to air on our American Thanksgiving, a day full of where we focus on thankfulness and gratitude. It's a great time to start focusing on contentment and what you can be, what you can affirm in your life and what you can, you know, it's a great time to start that practice of gratitude that you shared with us today, the layering concept of what am I grateful for from the past? What am I grateful for today? And what am I manifesting gratefulness for in the future? If we all just do that one thing every day, like what will that, what will our lives be like? I can't, I can't imagine if we all just do that, that one thing, even if we all just do it once a week. Yeah, I think the the key. I think the key is consistency, and the okay. key is, and even so, at the end, I might say thank you. I say just thank you. Like I'm really like, it is. It's savoring the moment. I used to write down. It depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I might write the same thing over and over again. Sometimes it's called scripting. Sometimes I'll write out what a good day. Like today, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the gym. It's going to be amazing. Then I'm going to go to work. I'm going to be so productive. And you just write out. I think there's p- power in the pen. 
people, some people like to type, some people just like to think it. I do like to write it because Mm -hmm. it speaks to, I can tick it off. (laughs) I've done it. And sometimes I'll go back and read them and then I I tick it off. So Mm -hmm. like I tick off the number. But I would say if you, it may, and I'm a very practical person. My sister used to talk to me about this. You just have to try it. I am world's biggest skeptic, but it works for me. It works for me. Yeah. Well, Tara, I want to give my thankfulness to you. Thank you for coming on the Biz Chicks podcast. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing your heart with us. And thank you for allowing me to dig into your past a little bit. How can people connect with you? So I, you can find me on Instagram. I am at THC Primary Care. I'm LinkedIn at Tara Humphrey. I'm on Twitter at THC Primary Care. And if any of you are in the field of healthcare, I also host the Business of Healthcare with Tara Humphrey. Wonderful. We will put all of that in the show notes so people can easily connect with you. And until our next conversation, until you manifest yourself again (laughs) on my podcast, thank you for being here today. And I love our connection. I look forward to our next conversation, Tara. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. so much for joining us if you like what you hear i would absolutely love it if you left us an itunes rating and five star review i know many of you give us a shout out on social media which is lovely to see you guys listening to the podcast so please come and find us on twitter at thc primary care on instagram at thc primary care and on linkedin just look for tara humphrey and if you're not subscribed to our newsletter please do it's really really funny you get to hear more insights more confessions some tips and tools and a roundup of our activity over the week so click on join the newsletter in the show notes and I will see you in the next episode.